Welcome to So Choose Joy. I'm your host, Dana Stone, and I invite you to join me in learning how to experience true joy every day as we navigate the highs and lows of this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you so much for joining me on my inaugural podcast. I look forward to spending time with you, and I hope that at the end of each episode, you leave encouraged and with a renewed spirit of joy. Now, if you know me at all, you know that Choose Joy is my life song, and my personality bends towards the glass actually being all the way full. Now, that's not to say I ignore or reject sadness and pain, because those emotions are real, and there are times in our lives when we must let those emotions run their course. It's appropriate and it's necessary, but I do believe that joy can be there too, even amidst the pain. There's a difference between being happy and having joy. Happiness is an outward expression and relies on external circumstances. It's a temporary perspective that can change from moment to moment. But joy, it's an internal expression that acknowledges the trials and tribulations of life, but chooses to reside in a place of peace with an eternal perspective, trusting in the goodness of God. To me, joy is the quiet, inextinguishable confidence that no matter what we're walking through, God is right there with us. And I'm so grateful that he is. And that's what I want you to hear in every one of my podcasts, that no matter what you might be walking through right now, you can be confident that God himself is walking right beside you and that joy will be there too. So let's talk a little bit about how I'm going to structure my podcasts. For the most part, they will be in series format. And today I start with my first series titled Midnight to Morning Moments, Messages from a Loving God. So let me begin with an introduction to this series and then our first Midnight to Morning Moment. Several years ago, a friend of mine was going through a really difficult season in life, one of those tough, dark times we sometimes will call Midnight Moments. She was battling breast cancer and was unsure of what the future held. And one night, the Lord gave me a word of encouragement to share with her. I sent it to her in a text, and within just a few minutes, she responded that it had been exactly what she needed to hear. And it brought hope to her that night. She told me that after midnight was mostly the darkest of times for her, the toughest times to get through. And I thought it was cool that over the next several months, usually sometime after midnight, I continued to hear the Lord for my friend. She told me she couldn't wait for the ding of her phone because she knew it was a text or an email from me. Now, of course, it wasn't really me. They were from the Lord, from a loving God who wanted her to know he was right there with her. Those loving messages, they brought her renewed courage, peace, hope, and yes, even joy. Thankfully, the Lord healed my friend, and she and I are the closest of friends to this day. You know, we've all experienced those difficult midnight moments when the darkness of our struggle seems to penetrate 
everything and attempts to swallow up all traces of light. Those moments may last a day or they may last years. There are times when sickness, stress, fear, hurt, confusion seem to darken every corner of our heart and extinguish any hint of hope. Joy seems to disappear. But God has an answer to every hopeless midnight moment we have. His answer is the eternal abiding love he has for us. His love breaks through the darkness and explodes the light of truth into every corner of our being. It is the truth of his promises that allows hope and joy to rise once again in our hearts like the morning sun. His love allows us to move from the hopelessness of midnight to the confident expectation of a joy-filled morning. I hope that as you listen to my upcoming podcast, the Lord will speak that truth to your heart. His truth about his everlasting, never-ending love for you. Lamentations verse, uh, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And Psalm 143, verse 8 says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Love. His resounding message to us is that his love remains constant. It never wavers, nor concedes to the darkness that tries to consume us. His love breaks through that seemingly impenetrable blackness and floods our weary souls with the undeniable truth that morning is coming. Hope will be restored. Joy will be the song that our heart sings. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Through this series, I pray that you experience the breathtaking beauty that the morning light brings. May you be renewed and encouraged. May hope be restored and may his peace dwell deeply within you. May you walk with joyful confidence and abide in the light of his overwhelming love. Midnight will pass. The morning will come and his love for you will never end. So let's begin with our first midnight to morning moment, learning how the love of God can move us from fear to trust. Now the definition of fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or pain. So when my two oldest sons were five and three, we went to a local store one night to buy some groceries and it was a stormy night outside. And as we walked down the aisles of the store, these occasional bursts of lightning would light up the sky outside and huge claps of thunder were just a few seconds behind and kind of seemed to shake the whole store every time that the clap would resound. Each time it happened, my boys would kind of tighten their grip on my hands and 
they'd look up at me with fear in their eyes, and each time I'd just look down at them, smile, and calmly say, It's okay, boys. God's here. No need to fear. And as we found our way to the back of the store where the toys were, of course, if you're a mom, you know you have to visit the toy aisle when you go to a store. We began looking at all the toys the boys thought they had to have. And suddenly, a huge burst of lightning hit close by, and a tremendous clap of thunder seemed to literally explode inside the store. All the lights went out at one time, and darkness enveloped the entire store. I quickly grabbed one of my son's hands, but when I went to grab my older son's hand, I grabbed nothing but air. I turned around quickly, trying to adjust my eyes to the darkness and discovered he was nowhere to be found. It was at that moment that fear exploded inside of me. That same fear that peered up at me through my boy's eyes just a few minutes earlier now penetrated every inch of my body. I began to call out my son's name. And each time I said his name, my voice got a little louder and a little more panicked. My mind began to race and fear began to speak. And then the most amazing thing happened. A person close by me began to call my son's name. And then someone else. And then someone else. And before I knew it, dozens of people had rallied around and were all calling out my son's name. At that moment, I realized I wasn't alone. There were people that were there with me, supporting me and helping me find my son. And the fear that had erupted within just a few minutes of me earlier, it began to be replaced with peace and confidence. And suddenly, someone near the front of the store yelled out, I found him, I found him. Everybody started cheering as I raced to the front of the store and found my son standing at the front door with this big smile on his face. With tears in my eyes, I swooped up, I swooped him up in my arms, and that little five-year-old boy just kind of looked at me and said, It's okay, Mom. God's here. No need to fear. So I want to ask you a question. Are you in that kind of a moment right now? Are you feeling fearful? Has darkness seemed to overtake you? Do you feel totally alone? If those feelings are rippling deep within you, I want to say something to you. I want you to know that God is right where you are. And he's asking you to reach up and grab his hand. If you're lost and you don't know where to turn, he's asking you to turn to him because he's there, arms wide open, waiting to swoop you up and hold you close and assure you that there's no need to fear. He wants to replace your fear with his peace, his love, and his confidence. And he loves you so much that he's placed others around to support you, people that will come alongside to encourage and lift you up people that will rally around you and call out to the Lord on your behalf, people with faith to believe when you're struggling to believe for yourself. You can trust him. You can trust that his eye wanders not from you. It never leaves you and neither does his hand. You can trust that he will bring you through this current trial. Reach out. Take his hand, steady your gaze, focus on him, 
lean into others, and you will hear God's loving voice proclaiming over you, it's okay, my child, I'm here, no need to fear, you can trust me. You know, the definition of trust is the firm reliance on the integrity, ability, or character of a person. And that's our God. We can have a firm reliance on his integrity and his character to never leave our side. So then the next question becomes, how do we walk in the morning light of trust? Because let's be honest, some days it's not so easy to walk it out. In those times when you're struggling to trust, would you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you? Romans 8 verses 14 and 15 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption and are his sons and daughters. What a comfort to know that when the enemy tries to sneak in and speak fear to our souls, that we, as God's children, can cry out to him. We have the gift of his Holy Spirit that can lead us out of that fear and give us the courage to trust. Just as a good parent will respond to their children's cries, our good father hears our cry and comes running. His ear is tuned in every second of the day to come to our rescue. And knowing his love for you as his child will allow you to walk through the most difficult seasons without fear, no matter the circumstance. Trust him because he has proven himself over and over again to be a trustworthy father. There are times, Lord, when I wonder just where your hand might be. There are times, Lord, when I fear you may have forgotten me. But as soon as I cry out to you, your answer is sure to be a simple question of love that brings great comfort to me. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? The Lord is asking me. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? in all you cannot see. My hand is on you, child. I will never leave your side. Do not fear. You can trust all things to me. Just rest in me and abide. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I trust you with my whole heart. Today, I choose to lay down fear and walk in the truth that I can trust you with everything. Holy Spirit, I ask you to lead me to a place of peace and to give me the courage to allow joy to be my response. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I always want to end each episode by returning your focus to Scripture. It's our greatest source of truth, insight, wisdom, and hope. So here are some verses on trust for you to meditate on and maybe even memorize. Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, 
my God in whom I trust. Psalm 56, verse 3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Jeremiah 17, verse 7. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Join me next time when we talk about when midnight brings worry and stress. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Thanks so much for joining me today. May the joy of the Lord be yours today. See you next time.